Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome everybody to episode 100 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Now, obviously, this is a very special episode, and I'm your host, Jasper, and I'm here with Fuzefa. What's up, guys? I am back, excited to be back, and actually, Jasper and I are both in Santa Monica right now, so it's really cool. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of news to share, some of which you may have heard, but hopefully some will be new and exciting, especially for audiobook readers, but we're going to get to that. So for this special episode, uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of things, so let me quickly go through the topics. First of all, we wanted to talk about how we got started with the podcast and what the future holds as well. We're also going to talk uh, about the audiobook that Huseva just mentioned that we're currently working on. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Airbnb Open and some of the developments with regards to Airbnb here in Santa Monica. But first, before we get into that, I have a very cool announcement to make because... I have now found a sponsor for the podcast, which I'm really excited about. Uh, the sponsor is Hostfully, and you may know Hostfully. It's a platform that makes it easy for hosts to make beautiful guidebooks for their guests. Now, I recently started using Hostfully, and you know, I'm, I'm really happy with it. It's, they've done an amazing job, so I'm, I'm really excited that uh, they want to work with me on this podcast so in the coming months you'll you'll be hearing all sorts of stuff what hostly is doing and how you as an airbnb host can take advantage of their service but first i want to play a message from the folks at hostly hey jasper david jacoby from hostfully here we're thrilled to be your first sponsor and we're looking forward to helping your listeners and their guests make the most of every stay but first we really want to congratulate you on your 100th episode this is a huge milestone, and on behalf of all hosts, thank you. We're grateful for all your advice and support. All right, so that was really awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the message. So let's get into the first topic, which is how we got started with this podcast. So as some of you might know, I started Airbnb hosting in 2012, and you know things went so well that I started telling my friends about it. And I actually helped some of my friends to create their own listing and they were so happy about it. They were getting such good results with it that I thought, you know, I, I should do something to, to tell people how to do this, to let people know what opportunities are on Airbnb. And so that's how I came up with the idea about the book. So I started writing the book in 2014 in January when I was in Colombia, actually. And then I asked my, my good friend, Josefa, if he wanted to help me because yeah, I'm not a native English speaker and I knew he was a, an excellent editor. So I asked him to help me and he uh, he came up with some really good ideas for some extra content. And so we decided to write the book together. Now, we launched the book in August 2014 
And I, we just thought that it would be cool to do a podcast as well. Now, we, we've never done something like that before, so we didn't really know how to do it. So we literally just Googled you know, how to start a podcast. And it turned out it was actually quite easy to do. And, you know, that's basically how we got started. And, and you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, we're now two years later and we, we're doing the 100th episode. So I remember when when we started. So the way it began was, and actually we were living in Vegas, I believe, at the time when we, for just about a month, when we started recording the first few episodes, and it started out as an an extra way to spread the word about the book. And now it's obviously taken a life on of its own, and all these different hosts and are sharing so much extra information. It's great, but I remember we went and we got. We tried different setups that didn't work. First, I don't know if you remember this, Jasper. We got that connector to plug in multiple to plug in multiple mics or headphones or something like that, and that actually didn't work. We ended up having to to figure out some different things. But through that week, I think we recorded five episodes. Uh, friends of ours or different people that we knew were hosts, and then it just sort of took took on a life of its own from there. Yeah, and uh, I can't believe it's two years ago. I mean, it's the time has just absolutely flown by. Um, but let's talk about what the future holds. So I really want to take this podcast kind of to the to the next level. And you know, now that I have the sponsor, uh, I don't have to do the editing anymore because it's actually a fair amount of of work to, to to run a podcast. And you know, I'm I'm not doing this uh, as as a job. You know, I'm not really making any money with this. So you know, I can only dedicate uh, a limited amount of time. Uh, to this this podcast, but now that I have hostfully to help me finance it, to help me pay for the production cost, now I can hire an editor, so I don't have to spend as much time editing and creating the show notes, etc. So that's why I'm really grateful for you know having the sponsor, having hostfully partner with me. So now I have more time to focus on what I really want to do, which is record more episodes, and so. I'm thinking maybe to do a second episode per week, and that's actually how we got started. But um, I'm thinking about doing a second episodes where we talk about what's going on in the Airbnb world, sort of like a weekly Airbnb update. You know, I'll look at all the the headlines in the news, and I look at what's going on, and I'll just invite a guest. Maybe it's a regular guest, or maybe it'd be a different person each time. But I'm thinking to invite somebody to basically discuss what's going on and, and let you guys know what's going on so that you don't have to you know, keep track of the news. You can just listen to the podcast every week. It'll be like 30 minutes and then you're up to date on, the, on all the developments in the Airbnb world that has been going on. So what, what do you think about this idea? No, I think it's great. And in, in fact, I mean, I'm trying to do something kind of similar with, I have another podcast on math, which I'll talk about later. But I think it's a great idea because actually, especially for Airbnb hosts, and by the way, since the release of the book, I've hosted a bunch on Airbnb in my old place in LA, which at the time we wrote it, I hadn't hosted yet. It's a fun fact. I don't know if you guys knew that. But something like that where you can get all your information in one place, you can hear from all these different resources. And I know the the folks at Hostfully are going to also help Jasper collect and review those news articles. I mean, I think it's great. And especially if if I decide to pick up on my Airbnb business again. Now I'm in a new city. I'd 100% check it out every day. So let's talk about what you have been up to, Zephyr, because I, I get questions sometimes from people because you know, most people know, and maybe some people don't know actually, like you actually recorded the jingle for this podcast. Yep. 
Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I actually, I love music. I love producing music and I love singing. And when we, I don't, it, man, I, it was one of those things when we were coming up with the idea, I just, some, sometimes the songs will just pop in my head for whatever reason. Like I just created a new theme song not too long ago, just created a song on the order of operations to teach math. The songs will just pop into my head and I don't know why, but the, the song just popped into my head and I was just thinking, dun, 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 dun. Like I knew I wanted that. And then something catchy, it popped in my head. I went home after we got back from Vegas, recorded it and boom. And uh, it, it was really fun. It was really cool too, because when we went to meet, I think we've told this story before, but when we met... Brian Chesky at the Airbnb Open in 2014. He was a big fan of the song, which made me feel really good. And he had actually played it for the entire Airbnb office through the speakers. And said, and, he, and I think he quoted on his Twitter page, best jingle ever. So that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we actually put a picture of the tweet in the newest version of our book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in there. <laughs> I'll try it right now. Let's see. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. All right, it's a little off key, but well, you could always be uh, a singer, you know, if everything else fails. <laughs> so, do you want to update people on what what you've been up to? Because I, I get these questions sometime because you know, obviously we were doing it together uh, for the first I don't know maybe thirty or forty episodes or so, and since then you've been kind of you've been on the podcast a few times. But largely, you've been uh, you've been focusing on uh, on some other stuff. Sure. Uh, so, what's been happening, especially since I'd say September, is that I have a company called Scalar Learning, and it's an education company. And I really decided that I've been doing a few different things with my life uh, the last three years since I left law. And I decided basically in September that I really wanted to focus on one thing and one thing alone, and that was my education business, private tutoring, development of of curriculum tools, video tools, et cetera, primarily focused around math. When I made that decision, I had to basically cut out, extricate a few things that I just felt were, it it was just something I felt like it was was the right decision for me. And it has proved to be quite helpful uh, as far as growing my education business. A lot of great things have happened for me with the business in the last nine months. I got a long way to go. I'm not near, nowhere close near the finish line, or maybe there is no finish line, but I got a long way to go. But essentially, I, I had to step away for, for that. But it's been going great. I've had more new clients this year by far, by an exponential amount than any other year before. I created a bunch of awesome education courses on the SAT, ACT. I even took the new SAT, which was that's another story, but that was fun. And additionally, I actually launched a podcast on education and math as well. If you want to check it out, it's called the Scalar Learning Podcast. You can check out all that stuff in the show notes on my website, scalarlearning.com. But that's essentially it. And also in September, my schedule is going to get even crazier because with everything I'm trying to do, with the podcast, with the courses, and the tutoring, what's going to add on is I actually decided to accept a teaching position at a local school. I know I know the principal and the students really, really well. It's awesome, awesome school called Seven Arrows. So I will be teaching sixth grade there starting in September. So I'm going to be even busier, but it's all education stuff, all stuff that I love. So I can't wait. Awesome. So yeah, Josefa is definitely doing some uh, some really cool stuff. I've been actually staying at his apartment for the last two two weeks, sleeping on an airbed. 
So you know, even though he's not an Airbnb host anymore, he did uh, he did host me, which I'm very uh, I really appreciate. And it's, um, and it's hosting the old school way, just like the founders originally intended with the air bed and breakfast. Right? <laughs> exactly, it's a pretty comfortable air bed too. I have to say. So we also wanted to talk about the audio book that we're currently recording, and I I just wanted to tell you guys how I came up with the idea to to record the audiobook. So I get a lot of emails from from listeners, which which is really cool. I always love to hear from people. But what happened a few weeks ago is that I suddenly wasn't getting any emails anymore. Or maybe I was getting like, you know, the alt email, but I used to get like several a day. So I, I was thinking what's going on? This is, you know, do people not like the podcast anymore people aren't reading my emails anymore or i don't know and then uh and suddenly i got an email from from one of the listeners and he was he was a little bit pissed off he's like hey man what's going on i've been sending like so many emails and you're not responding and this and that so i was like holy shit i think there's something wrong with my email server so it turned out that I wasn't getting my emails for some reason. is is a technical glitch, and so uh, I I managed to fix it. And then I had over two hundred emails coming in, so that kind of solved that mystery. But one of the emails was from a girl who lives in in Santa Monica, and she she wrote me a long email with lots of questions. She wants to invest in uh, in an Airbnb. And uh, and Santa Monica has some strict rules, which we'll also get into later. But and so she she wanted my advice on where to go. You know, basically, what what's the best place to to start an Airbnb? And since I am in Santa Monica right now, I figured instead of of sending her an email, I figured I'd just uh, meet up with her. So we had lunch together, and it turned out, uh, you know, it was a, it was a really cool uh, meeting, and we we had some uh, good discussions and. You know, I asked her, like, how did you find out about my book? You know, she she bought the book and she told me that she searched on Audible. She searched for Airbnb on Audible and she found a podcast interview that I had done in the past and on, on another podcast. And that person, the podcast host, was selling those episodes on Audible. And so that's how she found out about the book. Now, that obviously immediately gave me the idea to record an audiobook and and put it on audible because I'm, I'm sure she's not the only one who's uh who's looking for something on airbnb on audible and there's just not that much out there so me and Josefa, we talked about it and we're, we're now in the process of recording it we've already recorded a couple chapters uh it's it's uh it takes a while but i think it'll be a really cool addition to sort of the products that we're offering like alongside the book and the video course on udemy It'd be cool for for people to also be able to listen to audiobooks, and I, I actually like listening to audiobooks myself. I have a ton of them. I think you do as well, right? I do as well, especially when I have to drive for long distances. Like for example, we just drove up to I had to drive to San Francisco for the Udemy conference. So did Jasper was up there as well, and I listened to two books: one on internet marketing, and the other book is called The Power of Now. And it's great because otherwise you would have around 10, 12 hours of dead time and. And it's really nice. Even if you're not driving, you can do it at the gym. So it's it's a, it's very conducive to transit time. And I think that's one reason why people like it. I know some people just don't really like to read. And an audiobook, that's great. The cool thing about the audiobook too, I mean, we actually, we researched the, the notion of hiring somebody to do the voiceover. I know we thought about that at one time. But what we've read, and please email us, chime in if you if you have a different opinion. But what we've read is that 
a lot of times readers often prefer to hear from the authors themselves. It makes it more personal. And we kind of read that and and saw a lot of people talking about that. I mean, it makes sense. And we thought, hey, why not? It's it's a much more personal thing. It's a cooler thing. And a lot of these stories, like the prologue, for example, it's Jasper's life story. So he, of course, read the prologue. And then going forward, we're going to kind of alternate chapters uh, reading reading down the list. So hopefully we'll get this book done in the next few weeks. Um, we're not sure exactly if Audible is going to accept the the quality of our audio files because this is the first time that we're doing it. And so, you know, hopefully it'll be okay. We, we do have fairly professional equipment, you know, because me and Josefa were both doing podcasts. So, you know, obviously we have like a good mic and we have recording software, etc. But they, uh, they do have some pretty strict requirements. So hopefully uh, it'll be okay. We're just going to go ahead and try and uh, we'll see what happens. But we'll definitely uh, keep you guys updated in the following podcast episodes. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Hostfully and why I decided to ask them to partner with me and to be my sponsor. So, you know, as you probably know, I've been sending out uh, PDF guidebooks to my guests for quite a long time. And, you know, I think sending out a guidebook is really is really important because you want to provide your your guests with all the information because, um, you know, when you when you stay with an Airbnb, you don't know the person. So some people might feel a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit uh, like wary about that, you know, because what if that person doesn't open the door? What if the person doesn't take care of you as a guest? And so sending somebody a detailed professional looking guidebook, I think really creates the image that you are a very responsible host and that the guest doesn't have to worry about it. Does that make sense to you, Joseva? No, absolutely. And I mean, I think it's, it's absolutely true. And I think it's, it's even more fun if you can make that guidebook a little bit artistic, a little bit colorful, a little bit, you know, even share a piece of your personality along with it. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And uh, when Hostfully contacted me and I started using their guidebook, I was getting a lot of positive feedback from my, uh, from my Airbnb guests. In fact, I actually just got an email a few hours ago from somebody that is going to rent my apartment in September. And so what I do is I, I send a welcome email the moment I get the booking. And in the welcome email, I put a link to my Hostly guidebook, which is hosted on their server. So it's, it's literally all I need to do is include a link. And um, I got, a, uh, I got a really good reaction. I've been getting a lot of good reactions because it, it just looks more beautiful, looks more professional than the, you know, sort of the PDF guidebook that I used to send out that I created. But uh, this person said, hey, thanks for the guidebook. It looks amazing. It's detailed and it has some awesome suggestions. So I've been getting a lot of good feedback. So I mean, I'm very happy to use it. And that's why I'm also happy to recommend it to, to all of you guys. And so because this is the 100th episode, Hostly has actually generously offered to the first 10 listeners that sign up to create a digital guidebook to offer them a free consultation. So normally what you do, and by the way, Hostly is totally free. So normally what you would do if you want to create a guidebook, you, you go to the website, you sign up, and then you literally build the guidebook yourself. Now, for the first 10 listeners that will sign up, Hostly is actually going to help you build an amazing guidebook. So now this is what they've done for me. And I can tell, you know, it's 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 really awesome. So please go ahead to 
www.hostfully.com slash pad. That's P-A-D. And the first 10 people that sign up will get the free consultation from the guys at Hostfully. So I think that's a really cool opportunity. And, and you know, the things that you can include in your guidebook, it's like checking info, it's details about your home. It's obviously also the, the local recommendations that you have, which is really what adds a lot of value to the, to the guests, right? Because, you know, if you stay in a hotel, you ask the concierge, they usually point you to, you know, some restaurant that they have a deal with or maybe the best known restaurants. And so I think providing people with local recommendations is really, uh, you're really adding a lot of value. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Santa Monica. Now, Santa Monica has some of the strictest laws on Airbnb, and you're actually not allowed to rent out your place at all in Santa Monica, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think there are some, you can do it if it's a private room, if it's somewhere where you are actually living and you rent out one of your rooms, that is permitted. But as a sort of a standalone apartment when you're taking the full place, yes, I believe it is not allowed. Yeah, and I, I just blew up the regulations actually. Uh, and it says Santa Monica has outlawed full units that are rented for less than 30 days. So it doesn't even matter if you do it on Airbnb or any other platform, you're just not allowed to rent out a full unit for less than 30 days, period. That's it. Um, what you can do, like Josefa mentioned, is that you you can rent out a private room. Um, I actually had lunch with a friend of mine who, who actually got fined $3,500 for renting out a couple units uh, for the last few years. So I, I actually thought you know, $3,500 is a lot of money, but, but still compared to what you can make in a few years renting out, it's, it actually seems like uh, not so much. But I think he was the first one to actually get fined for this. So for the folks out there in Santa Monica, unfortunately, Airbnb is no longer an, uh, an option, which is it's kind of sad, I think, because, you know, if, I believe that if you, especially if you own your own apartment and you go on holiday for a couple couple weeks, you know, you should be allowed, at least be allowed to, to rent it out when you're out of town. Like then, and that's what the regulations are in most cities, you know, like San Francisco, Amsterdam, um, New York, I, I believe as well. Yeah, you can do it for less than either 60 days or 90 days a year. And that seems reasonable to me. What, what do you think? No, I 100% think that would be much more reasonable. I wonder, you know, the one question that I have, it's, there's an interesting quote in that in that last article, uh, which, which I want to read. It says, the officer says, we will enforce the law. And it says, one of three whose job is tracking down Airbnb scoff laws, which is kind of funny. But of course, I think that's reasonable. And I mean, it's, it's overly restrictive. It obviously, I, I assume, must come because of pressure from hotel industries or other competitors. Santa Monica is a huge tourist destination, especially now. So I've lived here now for a few months. I was in West Hollywood before. What you see happening is now they've just created a metro that goes from all the way from downtown straight to Santa Monica. So the amount of tourists has increased even more. So there's a lot of a lot of people in the area, there's a lot of business for hotels and other industries. I'm sure that is why these regulations are being passed. You know, but what I what I wonder is since the private room is allowed, this is just me thinking off the top of my head. If you, for example, had somebody who was a house sitter, a guest, for example, that you were just 
inviting to stay and maybe they could be your manager while you're gone and then they would then you rent out one room as a private room while your other person is staying there i wonder if that would be permissible if that would be a workaround yeah i think it would be if you have a two-bedroom apartment and so you'll have the person who's looking after your house staying in one of the rooms and then you know at least you can rent out the other one and you're you're probably making somebody happy with a with a free place to stay as well so Maybe that's a that's a workaround. It could be, and I'm just like you know, I'm thinking out out loud right now. But that just popped in my head. I was like, hmm, I wonder if because you have house sitters all the time, and then now guess what? You're abiding by the law. You're allowed to rent out a private room. Would that be permissible? I don't know, and I don't know if anybody's tried that. But in any case, the the article here that I'm looking at also says that the the new regulation cuts down the amount of Airbnb listings from 1,700 to just 300. So that's that's a pretty substantial uh, cut in the amount of Airbnb listings. Let's move on to the next topic, which is uh, the new version of our book. Now, a lot, a lot of you probably know that uh, we recently updated our book. Um, I think, Zephi, you wanted to go into some of the subjects that we added? Yes, absolutely. So let me just, I, I just got to tell you, we worked super, super hard on this new version. And the, the funny thing was, it began, the rewrite began as updating sections that to go along with a lot of the changes that Airbnb has made to its platform and to some of its policies, and also incorporating a lot of feedback from reviews or from other people that have written in, concerns they had about the book, things where they felt there wasn't enough information. So we wanted to address, I mean, we really tried hard to address a lot of the concerns and questions that people had. And we initially thought it was going to be a relatively not a major rewrite, you know, something that would be modifying maybe 15% of the content that ended up not being the case. It ended up being an addition to, so I'm not even including the modifications. We added more than 50% more material and then also made all these modifications to keep it in line with what's going on. So I just wanted to share with everybody what we've added so you can get a general idea of, of what's new. So first of all, we have a section on listing on Airbnb for renters and condo owners. So this is a, a really cool chapter that's basically because because of all the questions we get, hey, I'm renting, I have a landlord, should I do this? If so, how do I go about this? How do I deal with my condo association? So in that chapter, there's a lot of great advice. And in addition to the advice, there's also actual stories. There's an amazing story from a guy named Diego who Jasper's really gotten to know well about how he went along and built a business in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, by basically negotiating and talking to a lot of landlords, dealing with a lot of rejection. But at the end of the day, everything he's doing is out in the open, on the up and up. And I know that creates a lot of peace of mind and he has a very successful business as a result. We also have a new section on hosting on Airbnb outside of major tourist destinations. We get lots of questions about, well, all right, fine, you live in LA, you live in New York, but I live in a remote place in the Midwest. What about me? So we have a section talking to host in remote areas. We also have a cool chapter called Different Ways to Host on Airbnb, which covers these really cool and obscure stories of people hosting in all their all different ways. It's it's a chapter for people who are like, well, yeah, you could rent on Airbnb, but it would never work for me. Well, we have some cool stories about one in particular, this was my favorite, that a friend of Jasper's, what she'll do is she won't, she only has a one bedroom apartment. So she can't have guests stay there while she's there. But what she does is she'll look at people looking for house sitters for mansions. So she'll go along and find a, a, somebody who wants to wants a house sitter for a few weeks while they go on vacation. 
She gets to stay in this awesome mansion for free. Meanwhile, rents out her place on Airbnb, makes money while almost having a mini vacation. It's so cool. We also have a section on Airbnb, on taxes regarding Airbnb. We had help from an amazing CPA, a good friend of ours. His website is The Online Taxman, if you want to check that out. We have a section on investing in real estate, how to per, where to purchase property to maximize your odds for really getting a good profit on Airbnb. We also have this awesome list of the top 50 tourist destinations in the world. Las Vegas Strip, by the way, is number one. We have a section on safety and Airbnb hosting. Get a lot of questions about that. So that chapter addresses that. And then we have a fun chapter sharing our experiences at the Airbnb Open in case you're thinking about attending this year. This year is going to be in Los Angeles. So Jasper and I will definitely be there. And on top of all that content, so you can see we added a lot of material. And then on top of that, we added a bunch more anecdotes and stories from different people who have either been on the show or have written to us who share their stories about how Airbnb and hosting on Airbnb has impacted their lives for the better. Now that we're talking about the new book, so when we launched it, I should say when we relaunched it, we assumed that everybody who had bought the book in the past would be able to buy the new version. And it turned out this is not the case. And I've I've gotten a lot of emails about this. And you know, I I think this is just really, really weird. But we've been in touch with Amazon. I mean, and it's it's really unfortunate. I mean, what we, we could have released it as a new product, but we actually released it as an updated product because we wanted everybody who had already bought the book to be able to get just get the book, just have it for free, essentially. Yeah, so that's that was our initial thought that everybody would just automatically get the updated version. And so when that didn't happen, we you know, we we contacted Amazon and they said that um, they will only do that if if the old version if it contains mistakes if it if it's like significantly damaging like the reader experience as they say and they they argue that the notes that you make in the book will will disappear when you download a new version and they think it's more important to keep those notes than to get the updated content that doesn't really make sense to me to be honest but anyway there's nothing we can do about it so we've been thinking about sort of out of the box solutions to to provide people with with the updated version. Now we can't sell the book anywhere else than Amazon. We're not allowed to do that because the the main problem is if you've already bought the book in the past, you you're not able to buy the new book. Amazon will tell you, "Hey, you already have this book." Because they, you know, they think it they see it as the same book. And so the only really way to get your hands on the new version is if you ask like a friend or a family member or something, somebody who hasn't bought the book in the past to purchase it. And then, you know, you can either purchase the print version and then your friend can then give it to you. Or you could uh, do the digital version and then just read it on your friend's iPad or, or e-reader. I think that's the only way to, to do it, and unfortunately. It, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not the best workaround, but it's the only... So, for example, if your friend is interested, cool, and they haven't bought it yet, they're thinking about it. Maybe they buy it and then you can you can share it on their account. At least that way you're not having to well, you can't even you can't even buy it again, even if you wanted to. So that'd be the only workaround is they have it and then you have it and you guys can both check it out that way. Of course you have the option of of buying the hardcover, but that's obviously not something that we want <laughs> we want our readers to have to do if they've already bought the book and to have to buy the hardcover again. You're welcome to if you'd like, if you'd rather have a hardcover version, but that's sort of the predicament that that we're in. So, yeah, so apologies for that situation. We didn't really foresee that. And, uh, 
So, you know, at least we know this now for the future. So when, you know, when we come out with another update, uh, we're going to have to think about, uh, if there's, if the, if there's a better way to do it, uh, I don't, I don't really see one right now, but in any case, we are working on the, uh, on the audio book that's going to be available hopefully pretty soon. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Now, Sorry, well, did you want to say something? I'm just also going to add again, audiobook, of course, just in case you were wondering, it's going to be all the content from the new version. So that's another thing too. If you do like like the audio version of books and you haven't been able to read the new material yet because you're being restricted by, from purchasing it via Amazon, you can buy it on Audible and then listen to it. The last thing I wanted to talk about is some Facebook groups that uh, I started. Now, most of you probably know about the Airbnb Academy Facebook group, which is a Facebook group that I started a while ago. And it uh, it used to be part of uh, a, a different version of the book that I was selling, but I've actually opened it up for, for everybody. So, you know, if you want to, if you want to be in the group, there's over 200 members. So you're welcome to join. It's Airbnb Academy. If you search on Facebook, you'll find it. But I've also started a number of other groups. I started a group called Airbnb News. And what I plan to do in the future is to kind of just post all different news items, different headlines from, from all over the internet in the group. And, you know, I want to encourage everyone who wants to be part of that to uh, to also, you know, join the group and share anything you can find about Airbnb so that we have one place where, you know, we kind of congregate like all the news. And the other thing I've done is I've created groups for different cities. So I've created Airbnb New York, Airbnb Los Angeles, Airbnb London, Airbnb Chicago, Airbnb Sydney. And the idea behind this is just to to have a place for people who are in a certain city to discuss things with regards to Airbnb that are location specific. So, you know, one of the groups has actually become really very active. Uh, one of uh, somebody stepped up and, and kind of uh, started being very active in the group. And now there's a lot of people talking about the local regulation. And this this, this is the uh, Airbnb Chicago group. So if you live in New York or Los Angeles, London or city or actually any other city and you, you, you know, you, you feel like you want to lead one of those groups, feel free to uh, to reach out and uh, or just create the group. And then if you let me know that you've created a group, then um, I'll, I'll participate with you and I'll, I'll help you get, uh, you know, get the word out about the group and, uh, and, and fill it up with, uh, with members. And then finally, the last thing I want to say, we, we, uh, I talked about it before, the podcast, so the, the ideas for the future. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely committed to, to keep doing this for the foreseeable future, maybe until I die, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it and, uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people. A lot of people tell me that they, they really like listening to the podcast. So, so that's really awesome. Um, but what I want to say is, you know, if you have any ideas about, you know, what kind of stuff you want to hear, if you have any ideas about guests that you would like to see on the podcast, if you have any ideas about the different topics that we sh- should be discussing, uh, please feel free to uh, reach out to me at jasper.getpaidforyourpet.com because um, I'm really uh, thinking about you know where to take this. I really want to take a more professional stance towards uh, this podcast and obviously with the uh, with the first sponsor on the podcast now, um, you know that's that's a that's a step in the right direction. And so I'd love to hear from you if you have any ideas. Please reach out. 
And uh, with that, I think we've come to the end of this episode. So, Zefa, do you have any uh, any final comments? No, it was fun. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's been really cool to get back on. And again, I apologize that I've just been so busy and, and overwhelmed with other stuff, but it was really fun to get back on and, and chat about the book. And of course, uh, we hope to see you at the Airbnb Open. So thanks for listening, everybody. Of course, if you want to know more about Airbnb, we have a blog, getpaidforyourpad.com, with lots of cool information. I recently uh, posted uh, a post that uh, I've had a lot of good feedback on, and it talks about how to optimize your photos. And I, th- I think the photos are like one of the most important important parts of your Airbnb listing. It's you know it's the first thing that people look at. So. I've spent quite a lot of time working on this uh, blog post, actually. It contains uh, lots of examples of of bad pictures and lots of other really cool information. So go ahead and check that out. And of course, next week, there's another episode. So we'll see you then. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet.